broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. I don't know about you, but a hot midweek day, July. I mean, what's better than sitting around? and watching Major League Baseball draft coverage. I mean, is there anything (laughs) more thrilling? (laughs) I'll say this. If you track the draft at all, and nature of the profession, I do so every year, you love two out of the three days of their current 20-round format because it flies. They knock out round after round pick after pick in those rounds very quickly, which makes it far more tolerable than basically any other other major sports drafts. And important to track those 20 rounds completed this afternoon because, well, we're not a major league baseball town, but we're certainly a big college baseball town. And I would say that Everybody locally has got to be feeling pretty good overall. I mean, the draft wasn't really going to touch, for the most part, too much of our Southland baseball programs. Tulane, other than maybe Ethan Groff, weren't expecting to uh, be hit with somebody that was really hurt, although Tyler Hoffman getting drafted, you know, he was expected to be drafted and be off to the next level, so that's not a big deal as a four-year player. Um, But the big story to watch was LSU, and you got to give Jay Johnson a bunch of credit for his first full cycle in recruiting with the Tigers because his theory, if it could be summed up in one word to describe how he went about building a class. I'd say that word would be oversaturation. As in, let's say you know it's going to be a hot, miserable day, and you want to water the garden or water the lawn. If you want to be sure that that sucker isn't dried up. Now, I know gardening, lawn care maintenance not necessarily a good idea to do this 
but if you overwater it late the previous night after you know around sundown or first thing in the morning say before you go to work or wherever you're headed the more you oversaturate it better chance when you come back soil's still going to be wet and as far as LSU's baseball coach and his philosophy goes that seems to have played out to be a nice strategy when you uh, look initially and you see colleges with uh, recruits drafted LSU had eight drafted in 20 rounds which was the most in the country Vanderbilt was second with seven both of those programs battling to have the top overall recruiting class so there's the plus minus of that oh great you got a bunch of commitments from the best guys but then they never set foot on the field in your uniform I won't say never set foot on campus because some of those high school signees have already checked in at LSU but the point being, it doesn't matter if they don't wind up actually playing for you and wind up signing a pro contract. That said, LSU not only went heavy with top-notch recruits and a whole bunch of them, having the consensus number one recruiting class going into this draft process, but then Jay Johnson, very aggressive in the transfer portal as well. Guys like Jack Pineda, really exciting to get the Baylor middle infielder to come in when you lose Cade Dowdy. You knew he was going to be drafted early. He was not coming back to school, the Denham Springs product. And you had serious problems as far as the performance level of your shortstop. I'm being kind. Jordan Thompson in the field bad just not good enough so bringing in a guy like Pineda and then on top of that getting Carter Young from Vanderbilt looking for a change of scenery after a tough year both of those guys wound up being drafted today now Pineda drafted high enough that he's probably going to go so that's one guy who played shortstop this year in the Big 12 and did a good job off the table. And that comes after the first recruit that came LSU's way because of Johnson, who was an Arizona commitment when he, the head coach was there, Mikey Romero, first-round pick, Red Sox, 24th overall. Obviously, he's gone. Carter Young goes in the 17th round, first pick, of that round by the Baltimore Orioles, but pretty good chance he winds up on campus to try to improve his stock. So in the end, you got an SEC-level starting shortstop to come in here and compete with Thompson. There's no saying that Thompson can't get better, but one would think if Young is on the roster that he winds up being the man. That is... If he can beat out somebody like Gavin Guidry out of Barb, best high school player in the state. One of those guys that heading towards the draft LSU didn't think they were going to get. Well, they might. As a matter of fact, they will. <laughs> See how that works? 
Said he was heading to LSU this morning. And oh look, he wasn't drafted. Oversaturation. See how that works? Oh, I'm I'm surprised. Well, you can't be surprised because you can't really read the minds of 30 MLB teams knowing there's agent representation involved. There's family desires for these players. And the MLB draft is a manipulation where they don't draft guys in order of talent. They deal with the ideas of each slot in the first half of the draft is worth a certain amount of money towards their pool to sign players and they can take guys with less leverage because they don't have any college eligibility left or will simply take a lower amount than that slot and then play games drafting people later and try to use that extra money to pay players who may be drafted in the 12th round but they're really top 100 prospects to try to get them to come and that can apply to high school players. That can apply to guys in JUCO. Anybody that has leverage. That they know they can be drafted again. And potentially improve their stock. And therefore how much of that slot bonus money they end up getting. Which is also, like, for people who don't know. That's the money you get up front, period. And if you don't make the big leagues, you're making, what, 30000 a year tops? In the minor leagues. That's it. You don't ever make it to the big leagues, then that money you got for being drafted is what you're going to get, the, the, the crux of it. So it's very complicated. These teams try to play these games. And overall, if you're LSU, you're happier to have some big-time signees, some that didn't make it, and they weren't surprised that were taken in the top 100 as expected. But you still want those guys to commit. You never know what's going to happen. And speaking of transfers, another big-time one as a pitcher, Dylan Tebrake, absolute stud at Creighton. Eighth round, so he's gone. So you took all these guys in knowing you weren't going to get all of them as transfers. You weren't going to get all of them as high school signees. You weren't going to get all of them as JUCO signees. But in the end, even though Brady Neal was drafted somewhat late in the process today by Milwaukee, Pretty good chance from his reactions through the draft on social media that Milwaukee won't be able to build up that money from savings on others to sway him. He's already on campus. Paxton Kling, a stud outfielder who could have easily been a top 100 pick, made it clear he wanted to be on campus, wasn't drafted. Caleb Appleby, talented right-hander. Chase Shores, another right-hander. He's huge. 6'8", talk about a mold of clay to work with. Looks like LSU's getting all these guys. So they're going to keep the number one recruiting class, have great competition, and if anything, going to have problems paring down their roster to the 35 plus. You get five extra for one more year. Guys who were older because of the COVID situation. So it's going to work out that the oversaturation pays off for LSU. And who's to say there still aren't names that jumped into the transfer portal that Jay Johnson can't grab if he feels like, you know, I have these, say, mid-40s players set to come to compete for a total of 40 spots. But 
maybe there's a shortage at one position versus a, another one, need versus another, I might still need to jump in that portal. So to say that Johnson's done a fantastic job in the recruiting process and bringing in elite talent in this class is understating it. Meanwhile, we know the guy who's been handling recruiting for the past couple of years for Tulane is now the boss, Jay Ullman. And, well, it was a young team. And it's more of a concern of what the back end of this transfer portal process this month, post-draft, is going to do to affect what Tulane's going to wind up having talent-wise in Ullman's first year as head coach. We mentioned that Groff wasn't drafted. He may transfer. Because of injury, they hardly had Teo Banks. There were reports of him going in the transfer portal. Will they wind up keeping some of these young guys because they're constantly being recruited? Point being, it's the good news, bad news of where Tulane is. They didn't have a lot of guys who were draft-worthy. And that is a big explanation of why in the end, on top of having in-season injuries, that they didn't, again, live up to hopes and expectations. But that shouldn't be the case if Allman's able to do a top-notch job in the next year or two. And I'm not saying there's a direct correlation, but if you have a bunch of guys that are getting drafted, you probably have a pretty good ball club. Maybe the most interesting deal, going back momentarily to LSU, and this is the kind of stuff that happens that drives fans, probably even coaches, right? Crazy. Paul Gervais was a JUCO transfer in LSU last year, became their close, another one of those big presences on the mound, another 6'8 dude. He was really good last year. He wasn't drafted through the 10th round, and tweeted out, I'm running it back, go Tigers, or something along those lines. Then the Mets take him today in the 12th round, and about five minutes later, that tweet's deleted with a, a goodbye tweet. <laughs> Who knows if that was just an emotional tweet or maybe put out there some sort of leverage telling Major League teams, well, if you draft me now, <laughs> you better give me what I want money-wise. I'll just go back to LSU. It didn't make a lot of sense for him as a relief first guy, a JUCO guy with then another year of major college under his belt. He wasn't going to get into the starting rotation for LSU this year. So no surprise he went. He was assumed gone, period, going into the draft. So that wound up happening. Don't count your chickens. What LSU's first day of classes... August 2nd. So if you're wondering who the Tigers are going to have on campus competing in the fall, you may not know 100% for sure on everybody until that day. So a couple more weeks to wait, exactly two from today, to be precise. And that'll apply to other movement with players at this point in the portal. But ULL had two players drafted today, a pitcher and an outfielder. Northwestern State with their most talented starter, 13th round of the Reds. McNeese, their closer. Well, the Mets certainly looking at relief pitchers on day three, right? 14th round for 
Cameron Foster. Other names you can check out that were drafted that have Louisiana local ties today and wrapping up the draft on CrescentCitySports.com. But it's interesting that they've moved the draft around, have MLB, and now have it starting on a Sunday night going into the All-Star break and ending on All-Star game day. Can't say I'm terribly interested in any of the All-Star festivities, right? I think in these parts, more interesting. The stuff being said at SCC Media Days and other media days that started last week around the country. But we will get into, in the second segment, Brian Kelly's performance yesterday, such that it is. And that's the good part. Ho-hum. It's the annual conference media day. He hadn't done one, clearly in a long time, being at Notre Dame for so long. And yet, there's something that really stood out watching him. And I like how the SEC does things with an on-the-podium deal. They put that live on the SEC network, and then it's what's called their breakout after that, where more reporters can get to them for other questions. So if there's anything you've got to ask, and you're a media member in Atlanta, you have no excuse. And that's the basic format of these media days. For example, next week, we'll have the Sun Belt here. The Big 12 was a closely watched media day set up last week. We've got some more to talk about in the conference realignment storyline that continues. Look like it might be calming down. Look like the leagues as they're set to be post-USC and UCLA moving from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. We're going to sort of hold their plans. Now there's one league that looks like it is in big, big trouble, and it happens to be the same league. That lost those two important programs out of Los Angeles. But point being, it just goes to show you kind of that storyline. All this conference realignment driven by dollars that can be made off of broadcasting, off of TV, and now streaming. And that draws so much attention at it. It's not games on the field. It's people being interviewed and speculation. On top of that with media days, touching on that as well as looking forward to the teams. That draws so much coverage. And we're just talking college. Not to mention the behemoth that is the NFL. That it makes baseball, which is in stable, good shape, better shape than it's made out to be. Makes its all-star break. Eh. <laughs> right? Should be a marquee situation. Really isn't. Baseball doesn't dominate the headlines on the professional level this time of year simply because of lack of competition like it used to because the hunger for everything football-related is so big. That conference media days and realignment speculation grabs a hold of a lot of people, especially in these parts. 504-260-1061 is the number. Your thoughts welcome on that. Results of the MLB draft, how the 
program that you may care about or may dislike is looking at this point with just a couple more weeks to sweat things out. Obviously for LSU, chance to be a big-time contender next year doing overall better than expected with all of the top-level commitments slash signees slash transfers. All of those thoughts welcome as well as, oh, by the way, next week, Saints training camp. We're almost there. And that's going to be dominating our attention leading up to the start of the season, not to mention college football getting into their preseason camps after all of the hullabaloo and the promotion and the clickbait is created from interviews. We'll actually have the stuff that matters to talk about. Very, very soon. The dog days. Although the heat's not going anywhere. They're almost over. I am Jude Young. This is All Access. Again, 504-260-1061, the number. Back in a moment on 106.1 FM. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. Zydeco Harley-Davidson, located in Houma, Louisiana, has the largest selection of trikes in Louisiana. New and pre-owned, beautiful tri-glides and freewheelers are available right now. Zydeco Harley-Davidson is Louisiana's newest Harley dealership in the state, located in Houma, and is 100% Louisiana-owned and operated. Zydeco Harley is offering warranty forever. That's right. Warranty forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and is available on any new or used Harley-Davidson 2017 model or newer. And of course, you'll have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco's state-of-the-art service center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs as well as style and performance upgrades. Zydeco Harley and Homa takes trades on anything with a VIN. Cars, motorcycles, boats, trailers, practically anything we don't have to feed, you can trade it in on the Zydeco Harley-Davidson of your dreams. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the easy ride down the bayou. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa. Louisiana. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, oh. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? 
at DellyDeBosier, that call is free. And we are the only law firm in the state with the no fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13578. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com wellbeing and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash wellbeing for 10% off your first month. Ah, traffic. This wagon commute is killing me. You mind if I turn on your old radio? Oh, same three chants on every station. Throughout history, people have always hated to commute. Search work from home jobs at monster.com or download the app. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If your business is feeling a summer hiring wave, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. Saying that SEC Media Day signifies that college football is back, new LSU coach Brian Kelly praised transfers such as Joe Fusha and McDonough 35 and Greg Brooks of West Jefferson. Kelly said he's looking forward to playing at SEC venues that he's never been to before. Kelly added that LSU is as competitive as anyone in the NAL department. And Kelly did not tip his hand about whom his starting quarterback is going to be. Former St. Augustine Purple Knights pitcher Kenya Huggins of Chipola Junior College chosen in the fourth round of the Major League Draft on the Cincinnati Reds. And the Major League All-Star Game is tonight at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles Clayton Kershaw pitches in his home ballpark for the National League. Shane McClanahan starts from Tampa Bay for the American League. And the home run derby champion Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals wedged Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners in the final. Soto recently refused a massive contract offer from the Nationals, and he's expected to be traded in a week or two. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Good to have you with us, as usual, on this Tuesday night edition of the program. So you may have heard, because we'd like to keep you up to date on that college conference realignment thing, because it does affect pretty much every college football fan. And, well, the pack. 12 minus 2, which is really going to be 10 at this point, may not even be that, considering it may not survive. 
there were talks with the Big 12. Can we do a partnership? Maybe even a merger. Now we're talking about a conference in the Big 12 that people were composing their epitaph last year. Oklahoma and Texas, just a year ago, exactly a year. Those two announcing they will leave that conference for the SEC. And yet, a, a conference that's looked unstable for a long time, because even before that, uneven revenue sharing to placate OU and Texas. If you had to pick a league that, although I don't believe the end game is ever really going to consider anybody else a true power conference other than the SEC and the Big Ten. Big 12's in great shape to be the best of the rest at worst. Because we could be ticking very close to as in happens before college football kicks off this upcoming season where four to six members of the Pac-10 announce they're going to the Big 12, making that eventually perhaps an 18-team conference. And normally when you hear the, that type of size and that type of geography, without the type of money that the SEC and Big Ten will bring in TV-wise, you think, well, that's not going to work out. But in this case, it could work out brilliantly for a conference that was once left for dead and in the process killing off another. Pac-10 mismanaged itself. Its decision to start its own network on its own and sign a long media rights deal. See, the, the, the two leagues that went for decade-plus media rights deals are the ones that are hurting the most right now. Even though it's only a couple of years remaining for the Pac-10 12 about to be 10 if that <laughs> it still tied them up for a long time while the world was passing them by and their investment in making their own network under their own control work well it didn't the revenue didn't come from that they weren't set up in a league where too many of the schools simply were not pulling their weight long-term as far as being winning football programs to be taken seriously on a national level. The chickens are coming home to roost. And we know, no matter what anybody's saying, that there's an open invitation from the Big 12 for the two Arizona schools, Colorado and Utah. And one would think even though they look to be prime candidates for the next expansion for the Big Ten, that you don't pass up Oregon and Washington. If anything, the one suggestion, recommendation I would have for the Big 12 is know who you are. You bring those schools in, you get into your upcoming new TV deal because they're in a situation where they'll have a new TV deal in three years. Understand who you are. You, If you wind up doing this massive expansion and killing off one of the former Power Five, so it's just the big two, you 
and an ACC that's much more likely to be facing the end game and again their media deal slash grant of rights situations locking them into their current situation barring something radical as in breaks up the ACC into the middle of next decade their end game is being picked apart by the big two so if you're going to be the other one, you have a very good shot. And I, we keep hearing this, and I don't think it's actually going to happen, that the SEC and the Big Ten will separate from everybody else for at least football, have their own football playoff championship, and that'll be the national championship end of discussion. I don't think that's going to happen. And I'll get to why in a moment, but they're going to be there pulling the strings on what winds up happening to a large degree. The ACC, as a viable football power league, is not going to be that eventually. And the Big 12 has a chance to be the big conglomeration of everybody else that's on the outside looking in, but is certainly deserving of respect. And their combined product in football basketball, baseball, you name it. We know it's mostly all about football, but their overall combined product's going to be a bunch of schools that are doing what it takes to try to win. Schools like Texas Tech. We learned this week they basically want to make sure that $25,000 in NIL money goes to every player on their team. That's a year. That's, that's a big boy commitment. And who's to say on top of that to get a big-time recruit, a big-time quarterback, say, that they won't come up with the money they have to? An Oregon, if they don't get in the Big Ten, isn't going to go anywhere as long as they have the support of Phil Knight and his Nike money. Now, he's in his mid-80s. He's not a spring chicken, hopefully, for him, he's not going anywhere. We don't know what his estate plans would be if he were no longer with us as far as supporting the Oregon Ducks go, but they're not going anywhere anytime relatively soon, right? Washington's been a national contender. College football playoffs. Won a national title. They have potential. BYU is a national brand a unique national brand only in a category with basically a lesser Notre Dame because of the religious affiliation commitment and past success, right? I mean, these are all members. University of Houston, big money behind them. Better past than we give them credit for. They should have been in the Big 12 when it was formed and were screwed over. Managed to survive and even thrive as an athletic department. Schools like TCU and Baylor refused to die. Oklahoma State, in the shadow of OU, refused to die. You, you got a lot of value there. Central Florida, big TV market, huge school. New money, if you want to call them that, right? In the game, they're not going anywhere. Cincinnati was in the college football playoff last year. These are all members of this league coming up, what it's going to be, Right? That seems to be where it's going. Let's say they go to 18. A lot of big TV markets, big alumni bases. Look, they're not going anywhere. 
So they've got a chance to be the best of the rest in solid. And enough of a factor where I think the end game college football playoff contract is, what, another four years? The SEC was driving the bus saying, hey, let's go to a 12-team playoff. Let's go. And we're shut down by the rest of the leagues that were afraid, well, they're going to have half the playoff teams, even the Big Ten. Talk about being short-sighted. And then reaction, Harry, for the money grabbing two L.A. schools, you know, well over 1,000 miles from their closest future conference rival campus. It's a little crazy. But it shows you that SEC's a steady Eddie. Big Ten's done what they needed to do to feel like, okay, we're staying on par financially with the SEC. And yet I think they both know what some people are crying, and I and I say crying. They're crying it from the rooftops. Don't kill the chance for the little guy. It's the same reason why I don't think power schools are going to break away when there were talks of, well, maybe there'll be four big power conferences, and they'll hold their own NCAA-style tournament and lock the rest of the world out, and they don't have to share that money with them anymore. I don't think they're that short-sighted with basketball, much less the cash cow that is football. I think they fully understand that the chance for the little guy, whether it be a Cincinnati this past year, it's worth sharing that extra postseason money when your regular season TV contracts slash whatever determining factor, whether it winds up expanding to be, a say, a four-team playoff to determine your conference champion. That stuff's not going to lose any gusto. That's where the preponderance of your income is going to come. That's what these TV deals are all about. All the stuff we're talking about with these leagues and broadcast partners have nothing to do with what is now a college football playoff, what was the BCS, what will be a college football playoff thing that probably does have 12 teams. Yes, pretty much every year the Big Ten and the SEC will have half of them and maybe more, but, but not all of them. As long as you have that many playoff teams and keep it hoping to everybody in the quote-unquote FBS. And I think the broadcast partners understand that because they're driving the ship on this. ESPN and Fox, the big drivers, we know that. We know that's why... Oklahoma and Texas are in the SEC while USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten. Like this, These things are happening because of them. And they also understand that the quality of the regular season product, the quality of what's left over of the bowl system, that's not going to go away, and a college football playoff product, all of that ties together. And they're not going to want the chance for Oklahoma State for West Virginia, for Washington to be able to get in those playoffs because that keeps the entire country engaged in college football because every team has a chance going in. That includes the Raging Cajuns over in Lafayette. They have a chance. They have a dominant undefeated season. And in a 12-team playoff, they can be in the thing. That's good for the product. That's good for business. And that's good for inventory through the regular season into an expanded postseason for the broadcast partners. 
That gives them more games to watch that people are going to be interested in. Live sports where people aren't going to miss the branding and the commercials within them. Unlike they can streaming anything else. That's why I think the fears of, well, eventually these leagues are just going to bully everybody else and kill. No. Because there's more money for ESPN and Fox and therefore for these conferences that sign the big contracts with them to continue to have a small opening. So you can have St. Peter's in basketball or Cincinnati or UCF going undefeated and having a chance or even making the playoffs in football. And more of those chances. You can have a Cincinnati and a UCF or Syracuse as a Magic. You name it, it can happen for anybody. Are they going to win the thing? No. St. Peter's isn't going to win the national championship. Syracuse isn't going to win the national championship in football. It's not going to happen. But the fact that they have a chance makes your product better. Making your product richer makes the overall inventory of every conference that gets broadcast more valuable and leaves no fans bitter. People say, well, once they close it off, college football fans that feel like they're locked out are just going to give up on the product. And you know what? That's true. That would happen. And that's precisely why. It's never going to happen. You're going to keep hearing the, oh, it's just going to turn into the NFL and people will just accept it. There's too much money, time, hope being invested in too many other college athletic programs that aren't just going to be now or eventually in the SEC or Big Ten for that to be a good business move for the ESPN Foxes, and we know CBS and NBC are getting involved too, and eventually Apple and Amazon, they're going to be willing to throw enough money at enough of the value so that you need more teams relevant and more inventory and it not close everybody off. It'll make more money. Every time people point to the NFL model, I say, but that's not what college football is. The NFL model's always been about consolidation and building for many decades now towards parity. College football model isn't about that. It's more about raw emotion and the dream and much more personal investment in these programs beyond just the money coming from their TV deals. Boosters giving major money a different business model and one that you don't want to try to lop in half saying oh well we're saving money just like they're trying to do by putting these conferences together if you're not pulling your weight we don't want you part of this conference because we don't want you getting your equal cut of something that you don't bring in that's fine but just because LSU might be making in 20 years not just three times what Baylor's bringing in, but maybe by then five or six. As long as Baylor still has a chance to compete as a huge underdog, mind you, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Arizona State, their fans will still care. They won't be bitter about the money part. They'll still have 
a small or less comfortable seat at the table, but they'll have a seat at the table and they'll still care. And they'll want to beat the schools, quote-unquote, on their level and win their league. Just like people still care in college basketball. They want to win their league. They want the dream in March. Don't take away the college football dream. Or you will take away the max profit that can be made. I don't have to tell college football this or precisely ESPN, Fox, broadcast partners, current and future, because they know it too. They know it too. They want that money. As much as they can get. Think of the words. Hope. Don't take that away. And inventory. You take away hope, you take away the quality of the inventory. People won't watch it anymore. That's why consolidation into two Super Leagues, and that's the only place where anybody has a chance to call itself national champion in football, I truly don't believe it's ever going to come. Because there's value in the hope. And the hope brings value to the inventory. Jude Young with you. All access. We'll check some more of the CrescentCitySports.com headlines for you on this all-star MLB night in the world of sports in a moment on 106.1 FM. Hurricane victims, good news. Here's a company that can maximize your claim and make your insurance do what's right. Here's what folks had to say about them. My insurance kept changing adjusters on me. That stopped when ClearClaim got involved. Insurance told me I didn't have enough damage to meet my deductible. Then I got a clear claim and ended up getting paid more money than I thought possible. My insurance only wanted a patch in my roof instead of paying for a full roof. Clear claim told them, no way, you aren't getting away with that. I lost all hope after the hurricane until I spoke with ClearClaim. I was shocked with joy when they made my insurance pay me $92,000 more. I was worried about having to pay for a public adjuster, but after I realized how it works, it was a no-brainer. Listen, folks, you pay for insurance, then when it's time for them to pay you, they play games with your money. You've got two choices, do nothing and get nothing, or look out for you and your family and call ClearClaim today. Even if your claim has already been paid, closed, or denied, that's fine. Even if you've already done repairs, call 504-677-8000. Is it just sneakers that sneak into your mind? Or is it your kind of creativity from the midsole to your very soul before you unfold a vision on the XPS? Within the styles and rubber, you're putting one foot in front of the other to create the track and the tread for all the thoughts in your head, turning ideas into action and gaining more traction with the XPS. Get into your universe at dell.com slash XPS. Verified for exceptional experiences with Intel Evo platform. Anthony was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but you know, I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him about my computer career. She's like, I'm already in the program. She's like, you'd be crazy if you don't do it. So I jumped right in and have not regretted it. Anthony did it all online. All you gotta do is have an internet connection, and you can do it. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. You need to check out my computer career. If it worked for me, it'll definitely work for you, too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. 
This report is sponsored by Amtrak. Amtrak is hiring. Amtrak offers competitive compensation packages and a comprehensive benefits program to meet your needs. Positions available in a variety of roles from skilled trades to corporate level. Your future rides with Amtrak. Careers.amtrak.com. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine and WhereYouAt.com with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. This Saturday night, get ready to dance the night away as Arm & Hammer performs live at the Metro. Doors are for 10 p.m. Or if you're in the mood for a great laugh this weekend, head to Jinx Bar & Grill in the French Market for their free Saturday Night Laughs comedy show. Check out the newly redesigned whereyat.com community calendar that features live music listings, food happenings, and much more. Just log on to whereyat.com and click on Community Calendar to see what else is happening this weekend. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Checking the CrescentCitySports.com headlines. Of course, nice couple recaps with full videos from Brian Kelly's appearance yesterday at SCC Media Days. Of course, we talked about the MLB draft in the first segment and some information available on what happened in the draft today overall and the outlook for LSU on their big recruiting class and how it was affected by the 20 rounds over these past three days. Training camp's almost here, and that means that the breakdowns of each position group by Les East, well, we're running out. Most recent one is the linebacking core. Come Thursday evening or so, we should have the defensive backs available. And then, of course, next week, we can stop talking about it and start looking at the black and gold on the training camp practice field. Also, good feature, speaking of Major League Baseball All-Star Games, how about as good a player as this uh, area's ever produced, and we've produced some good ones, Hall of Famer Mel Lott. 22 years in the major leagues, a ridiculous career. But played in a lot of all-star games, as you'd expect for a Hall of Famer, and he wasn't good, which is kind of crazy. Check that out. Good breakdown of that with some links to some other really interesting local area baseball stories connected to Ott and after his career even. That all available on the front page of CrescentCitySports.com along with a feature. Speaking of the Saints, some quotes and a look at where Adam Troutman stands. Of course, he was pointed out by Al Dupuis, draft and Saints roster analyst for Crescent City Sports, as one of the five players with the most to prove coming into the 2022 season for the Black and Golden. There's no doubt Troutman is in a spot where you're getting a second full chance here. 
as a rookie, he played alongside Jared Cook, showed some quality as both a blocker and a potential receiving option. Both of those areas he regressed last year. Maybe it was just the classic sophomore slump. I don't know. But year three, this is it for Troutman. He's going to go into the year as the guy expected to start and play the most snaps at the position. Pressure off of him as a receiving target because of how improved the Saints wide receivers are. But he still also has to be a solid blocker as well. It's probably going to be a combination of him being emotionally and mentally comfortable. And he was showing signs last couple of games before he was injured of getting it together as a receiver. He's having some communication problems that look like with the quarterbacks. Of course, there were a lot of them after the Jameis Winston injury. But also not showing reliable hands. He's too talented for that. And I think that's, people make maybe too much of a big deal of the Saints giving up the rest of their draft picks, their day three picks, to secure Troutman as a third rounder. It's still a third rounder. Sure, you'd like your first and second day picks to all be quality players who wind up being good to great starters, but it doesn't necessarily work out that way as we know. You can get talent from any round or even undrafted free agency that becomes solid or better as a starter for your team. So there's no guarantees just because that's how it worked out in that draft the Saints going that direction. But Troutman is talented enough to be that type of guy, and it's all up to him. He can be a really good NFL tight end. And I'll even say from a fantasy football standpoint, if you're looking for a sleeper, he was a big sleeper last year. If it doesn't happen this year, it's never going to happen, and you'll get him cheaper in your fantasy drafts than you did last year because of the stigma that's on him now because of his second season performance. Good article by Renee Nato talking with Troutman and looking at his outlook. One more segment to go here where we wrap things up for the Tuesday night edition of All Access in a moment here on 106.1 FM. Is it just sneakers that sneak into your mind? Or is it your kind of creativity from the midsole to your very soul before you unfold a vision on the XPS? Within the styles and rubber, you're putting one foot in front of the other to create the track and the tread for all the thoughts in your head, turning ideas into action and gaining more traction with the XPS. Get into your universe at Dell.com slash XPS. Verified for exceptional experiences with Intel Evo platform. Anthony was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him about my computer career. She's like, I'm already in the program. She's like, you'd be crazy if you don't do it. So I jumped right in and have not regretted it. Anthony did it all online. All you gotta do is have an internet connection, and you can do it. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. You need to check out my computer career. If it worked for me, it'll definitely work for you, too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. 
Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton for the stay. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. Is it just sneakers that sneak into your mind? Or is it your kind of creativity from the midsole to your very soul before you unfold a vision on the XPS? Within the styles and rubber, you're putting one foot in front of the other to create the track and the tread for all the thoughts in your head, turning ideas into action and gaining more traction with the XPS. Get into your universe at dell.com slash XPS. Verified for exceptional experiences with Intel Evo platform. Anthony was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but you know, I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him about my computer career. She's like, I'm already in the program. She's like, you'd be crazy if you don't do it. So I jumped right in and have not regretted it. Anthony did it all online. All you gotta do is have an internet connection, and you can do it. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. You need to check out my computer career. If it worked for me, it'll definitely work for you, too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Somebody was texting me saying they wanted my thoughts on these uh, college football win totals. And it got me during the last couple breaks just looking at the list and checking out schedules. We'll get a little closer to that. I know there are folks that when that stuff first comes out, they jump all over it. I know Ed Daniels has been all over LSU over seven, although I'm seeing seven and a half now, and that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I think with any injury luck at all, at all, LSU's floor with Brian Kelly is a winning season. So anywhere you can still find seven, like Ed's talking about. Remember, if it's seven even and they go seven and five, you get your money back. That's a pretty good play. And I found it curious that Tulane's up at six after a disastrous season. So that tells you, Vegas putting it there 
And it's not like Tulane's some sort of marquee team that's getting a boost in its total because a lot of people are going to bet on the wave. Your expectations, Greeny fans, should be pretty high. You've got experience at quarterback, skill position talent, speed, good recruiting, good transfer talent, it looks like. Yeah, you should expect to bounce back under a long-term head coach like Willie Fritz. Vegas is certainly expecting them to get back to their norm, which is bowl eligible. That says a lot. Uh, 